Hello and welcome to Cameo Guys. I am your host, Mark Nelson, and this week I am joined by Cam. Hello, hello. No Bakesy this week. We think he's in Canberra. I can't remember what he said. He says a lot of things lately. Yeah. I saw him I saw him a few days ago, but I don't remember him saying I don't know, I can't remember if he said he was away or not. He's he's somewhere. Once once again he's he's elsewhere. Off, he's elsewhere. Yeah. Um which as usual, kind of puts us in a bit of a sticky situation as mm. to what we can actually watch and discuss. Um, so we actually came to the idea that Cam and I both realised we've been seeing quite a lot of movies lately. Yeah. Not so much together. Some. So you've seen some. I've, some. I've seen a fair few. Um, so this week we've decided to term this out, what have you been watching, extravaganza. And then I reckon at the end mm. we'll put up uh, what would you like to see soon like things that are coming out oh like that we personally want to see oh okay i've got i've got i've got an extensive list yeah yeah we're we're coming into peak movie time so yeah true um yeah so there's the four i'm gonna discuss Uh um i've mentioned them a few times and given a few comments around a couple of them but more deep dive on so Uh uh black panther yes which i saw twice okay so why twice um, well, obviously the first time, cause I just really wanted to see it. And then the second time was one of those, I had to put my car in for a service and I was alone and I went, why not see it why again? Not? Yep. Uh, Red Sparrow. Yep. I saw. Uh, I recently saw Pacific Rim Uprising. Uh-huh. And I, yesterday went and saw Blockers. Okay. Yep. Which, yeah. No interest, but yep. <laughs> Mate, I'm, we'll get into it, but it was... <laughs> Oh god! I, I <laughs> it was pretty good. Like, I really enjoy John Cena's comedy chops. Yeah, I reckon he's coming into his own. I, I, as we've been watching, like I've been watching TV at home, the trailer keeps coming up. Yeah, they, they are. Sarah and I, uh, we roll our eyes, and I, I said to her, "I'm like, I can guarantee you, Mark will like it." It was, it was good. Guarantee it, and then you know, I've, I've been vindicated. <laughs> Don't have to be vindicated. Just I'm vindicated. Jess, Jess enjoyed it. It's oh, one of those good. one of those advanced screenings, so everyone in the cinema wanted to be there. Yep, and uh, great laughs. Why didn't they just call it cock blockers? Is it funnier? I don't think you're allowed to say the word cock. Oh, hence why it's a picture of a rooster. Yeah, but just you, you probably can say the word cock. I don't think you can say the word That's cock. That's not a swear word, is it? Yes. What? Yes. Well, oh. clearly, with that connotation, you're not getting away with that in right. America. Yeah. yeah. You get away with it here, maybe? No. I just don't get it. It's just, uh... anyway, anyway, maybe I'm just desensitised, <laughs> and that word means nothing. Maybe. Yeah. All right, so that, that's what I've seen. Um, uh-huh. And what, are, what were you discussing? You were going to discuss a two? Yes. Yep. So, I, I've seen two. I saw an advanced screening of Peter Rabbit. That's right. uh, I forgot that you were going to the advanced screening of it. I, I knew you'd gone and seen it. Was it was an but... advanced screening. Um, it was run by a, a rabbit shelter that oh. we go to, and they got like a whole cinema uh, at Lido in Hawthorne oh, booked very out. Very nice. Um, which I thought was good. We'll talk more about Lido and everything about that. Mm. Um, and then I watched on Netflix Annihilation. Yes. Which I enjoyed quite a bit. Mm. Um. More on the visual standpoint. Yeah, see, that's... I 
when we were discussing yes. it, I mentioned uh, that I'd read the book. Uh-huh. And the book is just phenomenal. It was mm-hmm. a really well-written book um, that had two sequels. Yeah, but, I think it definitely the, open-ended. Open-ended, yeah. but um, I was reading, it was directed by Alex Garland, wasn't it? I think so. I don't and know, he, he pretty much said he wrote and directed it with only ever reading the first book. Oh. So he actually didn't know what came after and everything, but yeah, yeah from it's the one thing I kind of want to watch it for is the visuals. It's not but the book freaked me the fuck. What are you out. worried about though? Like that bear thing. Yeah, it was just it was a fr- it was a freaky book. The book was a bit oh yeah, yeah. way more. I can I intense. can see it be very uh, detailed. Yeah, but you would have no problem watching this. Okay, really? Yeah. All right, I might have to because actually. Uh, you would never believe it. Okay. Watched Get Out oh. last week. Loved it. <laughs> See, uh, yeah, yeah. it's not a horror movie. No, not at all. Uh, it was intense. Yeah. I was. Uh, we'll get into it because we're eventually going to watch it. Yeah. As one of our... Yeah, for some reason you pain? made Bakesy, you put it as Bakesy's Oh, because I reckon it'll freak him like. the fuck out. Eh. Maybe. Maybe. But I, I didn't... It, I picked up on what was happening too quickly. Well, I thought that movie ended too quickly. The ending sequence was just kind of a bit quick. Yeah, it was. We've got, we've got a you know, yeah, speed it up. I really enjoyed everything leading up to it, yep. and then the ending was, yeah, take or leave it. Yeah, but I'll take that. I will talk more about it. Definitely, but, but I, I just, think I yeah. just wanted to let you know. Um, yeah, it's not a. <laughs> I got, That's why it's not I got real ballsy after it. We finished watching a lot. Oh, Let's watch it. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> if you... Yeah, no. I would like you to do that, mm. but I don't know whether you could handle it. Well, as I said, one day <laughs> the blinds are up. Today's Listen, pretty nice. sunny. <laughs> we'll give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah. All okay. right. So, yeah. So, it's yeah, this will just be a bit of an extend. We're not going to really deep dive into no. anything too much, but more just... General thoughts mm-hmm. and, and feelings around mm-hmm. things. So you can go first. You want me to go first? Yeah, why not? All right. Well, we'll, we'll start off with Black Panther then. Yep. Uh, directed by Ryan Coogler, one of the Marvel movies. Um, I think his influence is going to be felt pretty strongly throughout the mm-hmm. next few. How did the second watch go? Like, did it? I actually enjoyed it more on the second watch. It did the uh, sort of feeling of. Oh, this is a movie. I don't know how to say this without like just to say sounding offensive. Mm-hmm. Like, is it more of a stepping stone movie than a sort of groundbreaking thing? Like everyone's saying it is. Yeah. See, I went the first time I went in. Obviously, the reviews were like yeah. ridiculously yeah, yeah, yeah. good, and they were just praising that it was amazing that you know we've got such a black cast and all mm. this stuff. I didn't get that in the first yeah. one. So I think in the first watch, I kind of went. I'm not. I'm not seeing. What you wanted something seen. spectacular, yeah. And you got a good movie. I got a good movie. Hmm. I got a really good movie that, like at the time, I like. I got out of it. I'm like, oh, you didn't really notice that there was only two white actors uh-huh. in the entire film. Mm-hmm. Like it, that didn't take you out of the film or anything. And but yeah, I could, the way the reviews kind of spell it, I'm like, I'm gonna sit down for two hours and just have my mind, mm. like blown like every single piece of it's gonna just yeah sing you know there's gonna be no plot contrivances you know every performance is gonna be amazing it wasn't that okay but 
very solid. Like, it's definitely one of the better of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. I'll give it that. Like, especially when you think of, like, uh, an origin movie, which yep. usually is, you know, by the numbers. Like, But you, you kind of got that in Civil, Civil War. War. Correct. You kind of so got his start They had, they had that yeah. stepping stone there. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was... An interesting movie. And I think on the second time, I could just appreciate it mm-hmm. more for what you, it was. Because you knew what was happening. I knew what was happening, yeah. so I could just kind of sit back and enjoy okay. some more of the story beats, a lot more of the performances. Do I have to see it before Infinity War? Would it help? It'd probably help. And honestly, it's a good movie. Mm. Like, the soundtrack's phenomenal, so done by Kendrick, Kendrick. Lamar. Mm. Um, so it's got a really cool vibe okay. to it and that kind of like I feel like suits that that yeah that whole maybe yep. you know thing that they'll try and do mm-hmm. I think it would help with Avengers Infinity War because I'm pretty sure a lot of the major set pieces are going to take place there okay so you'd, you'd know like there's going to be a whole like the Wakandan army is going to fight Thanos's army and mm-hmm. stuff so there's you know little bits and pieces there that'll be good to know um the after credit sequence is what Bucky's been up to while okay. he's in Wakanda, yep. which you know will probably be mentioned. Yep. Uh, there was no Infinity Stone in it, which was very oh. interesting. Everyone was expecting the. So last how many stone has he got? Thanos. Yeah. Uh, by the time, I think, I'm I'm pretty sure I know exactly what's going down. You know? So he still needs some. He needs them all still. Okay. As as the movie starts, yep. he will have none, and then by the end, he will very one. quickly have two because yeah. all the promotional material have him with the two that we've seen yep. in the first Avengers movie. So the mm. blue one, the Tesseract, yep. and then the one from the first Guardians of the Galaxy, that purple one. Yep. So, like we know, Doctor Strange has the green one, mm-hmm. and then I think that's Vision. Vision's yep, got yep. the Mind Stone in his uh-huh. head. Um, so really, the other ones, the giant fuck off Soul Stone, yeah, which everyone thought would be in Black Panther. It's not because Black Panther does this whole thing where he goes to the spirit realm and can commune with all previous Black Panthers as well. Oh, it's was that in the movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, nicely done. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. Real. Uh, it's a good film. Mm-hmm. Like, if you didn't see it, I don't think Avengers: Infinity War is gonna. I'll see it. Uh-huh. I just yeah. haven't got to it yet. Yeah. Yeah. With Civil War, mm-hmm. where's Ant-Man? You mean Infinity War? That's the one I meant, yes. Uh, spoilers abound. It's pretty clear he'll be a big part of number four. Oh. Yeah. So he's not, he's not in it. I think he'll be in it very briefly. The same as I just Haw- haven't seen the him in the... The same as Hawkeye. Okay. So it looks like they're not going to be a part of the real big action for this one. Okay. But they're heavily... Yep. It, okay. It looks like... Well, he's got his own movie going. I'll I was put, just I'll a put bit... it this way. It looks like Ant-Man's going back in time. Good. Yeah. I want Paul Rudd back in time. Because there's been some uh, set photos of him in the Wasp. New York battle. Oh, okay, yeah. From Avengers 1. Ah. But running around in his full costume, it's like, you mm. were not there. Which people are really excited about because it's kind of like... Reliving When it. the Avengers were... And it was a big criticism of the first Avengers movie. Mm. When the Avengers in the comics first got together, Ant-Man and the Wasp were founding members. Ah, okay. So you could almost see them going to Re- retroactively do it. 
okay. open up the universe for what will be the next few movies because apparently the next Spider-Man movie hmm. will start minutes after Avengers 4. Okay. That's well, all. I've got such a fucking huge. Yeah, no, I was just. I'm just like, I want Ant Man. Oh yeah, we definitely. But he's he's got his own movie. No, I know. So. I know. I'm just. I want Paul Rudd. Yeah, and that movie's looking amazing. That'll be on my list towards. The yeah, end, towards yeah. the end. Yeah. So that. Um. Yeah, Black Panther. So really good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recommend it very strongly. Just mm-hmm. as a very cool movie. Um, Ryan Coogler is a phenomenal director. So I think that's why. Everyone's frothing over Michael B. Jordan in this movie mm-hmm. and his performance. They think he was one of the like, yep. your better villains. Um, and I think that's mainly because of the relationship he has with Coogler as a director and actor kind of thing. So Made him look good. Oh, I just I think he gets good performances out of Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Not the not the director of Fantastic Four. Oh god, no. No. So this 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 was pretty good. And uh Andy Circus was fantastic in this. So who was Andy Serkis? He was Ulysses Claw. So the yep. same character he played in Avengers, Age of Ultron. Okay. The yep. South African. Uh, yep. There's yep. been... Uh, there's, uh, there's too many movies to remember sometimes. No, no. So he's... he's yes, okay. Yeah, just uh, this yeah. South African uh, arms dealer mm-hmm. who has this real big beef with the Wakandans. Yep. He's like the only person that's ever stolen from them. So that kind of thing. Okay. So yep. yeah, re- re- really good. So yeah, definitely... Worth a watch. I'm giving it my tea of approval for once. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. It's good to come back into the podcast with some positivity after last week. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm still... I'm, I'm reeling over how that can be worse than everything we've watched. Yes. It, it is oh boy. easily up there. I, I think we need to watch it together. Because this is... I'm never watching that movie again in my life. Bakes and I are going to throw it on. No. Nah. And we're going to be like, look, it's funny. <laughs> Kind of. You can try that. <laughs> Maybe we can film you doing that. We'll, that'll be something we'll do as a special post on Facebook or something. Yeah. But uh, I don't think okay. it's ever happening where I'll turn around and go, yeah, it's time. That was good. <laughs> Never. All right, then. All right. So what do you want to talk about first? Uh, we can do Peter Rabbit. Okay. So <laughs> I'll put it down. That was a movie I was not interested in ever seeing. Um, it was not half bad. Like, it is... It was a lot of... It's a kid's movie. Yeah. So, it does all the usual kid stuff. But I didn't hate watching it. I was reading. Does Rose Byrne play the actual she plays author? B. Yeah, Beatrice. Yeah. Well, she plays... So, she plays a character called B, And she's obviously... Because yeah, she's like she's, drawing the pictures in the same style yeah. as the book, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. But like, so like her character, she draws these other paintings that are abstract and not great. And there's these other ones that are the rabbits and yeah. they're really good. Well, well like classically yeah. Peter Rabbit good. Um, and then Dom, Dom Hall Gleeson. Yeah that's, yeah, that's the one. He is great. Is he? Because yeah. I, I love him. He's a fantastic actor. Great. Is it just his... Because he was... Like and I know it was a major criticism of the Last Jedi. Mm. I thought his comedic timing in that was oh well, yeah, spot on. Yeah, so well, it... he is essentially the person that hates the rabbits being around him. So, like, so he's just what's just the, what's the Smurf character? Is he Gargamel or whatever it is? No. Oh, okay, so set. Okay, so the the movie starts with Sam Neill, who was unrecognizable with his massive beard. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. So he was. Uh, Mr. McGregor. Okay. And so, like, the, the, the starting set piece is, like, Peter, 
Peter Rabbit and all his all his family and friends go in to steal all his fruit and fruit and veg, and there's all this running around, and Sam Neill has a heart attack and dies. So Peter Rabbit killed an old yeah, man. Yeah, and he cl- and yeah, he he takes credit. <laughs> wow. In the end, he goes, "I didn't really kill him," but like, <laughs> I tell you. And then they have this whole thing about um, so. Donald Gleeson plays uh, Sam Neill's like forgotten nephew. Okay. He didn't know he didn't know he existed, and he's he's from London. He's really proper, and he has to go live in the country because of reasons. Yeah, um, and he just gets really angry at the rabbits, but he has to kind of pretend he's not because he's interested in. Being. Rose Byrne, yeah, yeah, and it kind of has to pretend, and then it's just all this whole thing. But I thought it was it was a fun watch. I didn't I didn't expect to like it, but I didn't expect to. I, I enjoyed my time okay. watching it, and it was for a good a good cause. And um, Lido Cinemas uh, is a good cinema, which is a sister cinema of yes. Cameo, and they actually do an interesting thing. Um, they actually have free, so you can go watch a movie, mm-hmm. and then you can go into like one of their things, and afterwards actually discuss it with people. Oh. And there's like a they have like a handout. I think the two were for Ready Player One and Isle of Dogs, um, and you can go in and just talk with people about the movie afterwards, just like a chat. Did you go in and name drop cameo guys? Uh, there wasn't one for Peter Rabbit. Oh damn it. Um. No, but this was for, yeah, Bunny Refuge that um, my partner and I, Sarah, uh, like to support. So. Yeah, because you've got quite a few bunnies now. Is that where you've gotten the Yeah, three? we got one of them. One of them from there. One of yep. them from there, the other one from elsewhere. But um, we've volunteered there a few times. Oh, um, nice. But yeah, like that's a very small, small um, bunny refuge and it's run out of someone's home. So yeah, I enjoyed the movie. Okay, interesting. Um Maybe. And like Mate, it was filmed th- in Australia, and you see uh, all these. I different... might give it a watch on a home release. Yeah, that's no, fine. You you'll watch it, and you'll go, "Oh, that's Dave Lawson." <laughs> what? Yeah. Like so, it was filmed in Sydney. Oh, was it? Yeah. So there's all these different Australian actors. Okay. Um, just playing bit parts. Yep. And like all of the Margot Robbie is the narrator. Um, I don't like that. Well, she is. <laughs> oh, I thought you you changed tune. No, Margot. like I didn't. I wouldn't say I changed tune on Margot Robbie. I thought she was very good in Itonia. I'm not going to turn around and be like, "Give me any movie she's in." Now. I wasn't trying to say. I'm just giving you the cast. Nah, she's in it. Daisy Ridley is in it as well. She's one of the bunnies. Uh, How was James Corden in it? Fine. Like you hear him, and it gets a little bit annoying. Yep. But I thought he was all right. Because I, I feel like I've turned off him a little bit. Yeah. I loved him in his Gavin and Stacey days mm-hmm. as Schmitty. Yep. But since then, I don't know. Well, I don't... I don't know. I don't mind him. I think Emoji Movie made me angry. Um, but this is better. He was high five. He was high five. <sighs> yeah. And so the big controversy about Peter Rabbit was oh, of course, a scene... the peanuts. No, it was blackberries. I thought it was peanuts. No, no, so... He's allergic to blackberries, which you which you find out because the way B makes like water or 
does what she puts blackberries in water. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I can't drink it. I'm allergic. And then they kind of find that out. And they essentially like bombard him with blackberries in a scene. So what you're telling me is Peter Rabbit tries to kill two people in this film and is successful Well, once. he didn't try to kill Sam Neill. It just happened because he was old. <laughs> and then they show this scene of like, oh, he's like, he like eats and drinks really badly. So that's why he had a heart attack. Oh, okay. And he kind of got a little bit scared. Uh, <laughs> I'm not defending it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, Sarah and I enjoyed it. Okay. So I would recommend if you don't, don't pay too much for it, but I'd watch it. All right. It's a good easy watch. Good easy watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you want to do next? Uh, Again, me? Okay. Uh, Let's go Red Sparrow. Okay. So, no, no. You thought I was going to come out swinging. I actually... No, you've mentioned you didn't mind it. Oh, yeah, because I went in. This was another movie I had to see because my car was getting worked on again. Just car troubles. How many times have you Uh, gone back? It was only twice. Only twice I had to do it, but within the span of a week. Okay. So, not great. Um... Black Panther a third time was considered, uh, <laughs> but you went nut. No, nah, I went. I went. Let's let's give this. Let's a diversify the portfolio. It was pretty much. It was the first thing that was on that day. I've done that before because it had just come out. So, <laughs> yeah, Red we're at Red Sparrow. So it's a Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. headed uh, movie, and pretty much Joel Edgerton. That's really that's it. The cast. Oh, sorry, and um, uh. Why can't I think of his name? Can't help you. No, I'm trying to think of the Simpsons joke about him. <laughs> Jeremy Irons. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, Jeremy's Iron? Iron? Um, yeah, so he, he he's one of the big, like, Russian generals in it as well. Okay. That, like, runs the Red Sparrow program. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I kind of went in going, oh, this looks real grim. Because yep. I was like, this looks exactly like the story that Black Widow always tells yeah. the Avengers, and it yeah. just seems like they've stolen it first. <laughs> uh, it was a book I found out at the end. Huh. I was like, wow, okay. So you didn't steal this idea from nowhere. Um, but it's, yeah, it's pretty much Jennifer Lawrence is this famous ballet dancer. Yep. And in one performance, like, completely fucks up her knee oh. in a very. I didn't like that scene. You see legs just everywhere. Oh, okay. Um, And so her career is ruined. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's got a very sick mother. um, But her uncle is in the Russian military and goes, oh, we'll we'll pay for your mother's, you know, care. Mm -hmm. We just want you to take this guy out for a a meal and get him alone and -hmm. steal something from him. Yep. So she does it. Um, But she's so good at it. Gets him very alone, like with no security around. So they send in one of their assassins, and as he is pretty much raping her, which was very oh. uncomfortable, yep. um, he gets strangled and she gets covered in blood. Oh. Um, and then whisked away and pretty much told, We're either going to kill you mm-hmm. or you come and work for the Russian military. Okay. Because you've seen too much now. Oh. And the only reason they sent the killer was they're like, It's an opportunity too good to pass up. Yeah. And they would happily sacrifice Jennifer Lawrence's character because, you know, it's Russia, you know, the fatherland's the most Mm -hmm. important thing Uh um, and all of that kind of stuff. So, uh, well, she doesn't want to die. So she goes off to the Red Sparrow program, which is 
contenders, the Russians have set up this system of extremely beautiful men and women. Mm-hmm. I did notice in the trailer that the teacher in that was also in the last season of Dexter. That's the only thing yeah, I've seen. She was, she was, uh, she was good. Okay. Her, so, good. And it's this whole idea that the Red Sparrows are pretty much trained whores. Oh. Who are to use their like ability Womanly to ways. manipulate and menly ways. Oh. Um, Human ways. Well, it, yeah, it was pretty much, you know, it doesn't matter what sex it is. If you've got a target, you've got a target. Okay. And it's up to you to manipulate the information you need out of them and yep go from there and it's yeah very confronting like scenes as they get trained and it's like breaking them down to the point that the the motherland and the fatherland can like mold them into the sparrows they need to be like she nearly gets raped while yep. she's there by one of the other men mm-hmm. um and she brutally attacks him yep and she's the one that's punished because oh. they're like why do you think you could attack him and, you know, take away something from the fatherland who could be a great asset for them? So, yep. um, yeah, there's a very interesting scene then where mm-hmm. it's like she just takes off her clothes and goes, cool, have your way then. And then points out that he never wanted sex. He wanted, you know, the control, that kind of stuff. And all this weird stuff, like there's this other scene where uh, one woman doesn't like men and is forced to... Give fellatio in front of the class. Like oh. this whole idea that there should be nothing that they're not willing to do mm-hmm. to kind of get where Serve. they need to. Mm. While this has all been happening, there's this whole storyline with Joel Edgerton. He's a CIA spy mm-hmm. in Russia. He's got a very important contact um, that he's almost blown. So he's whisked out of the country mm-hmm. um, but has to come back in because his contact will only talk to him. And you never, you, it's never really told what the importance is, but it's apparently some very high up individual in the military. Um, and that's where his storyline kind of intersects with her because they yep. kind of pull her out of the academy thing and go, we need you to target this guy. Mm. And so begins the back and forth. And it's a very like twists and turns galore. Like you never really know where she's aligned. Aligned. Okay. Yeah. Because she obviously doesn't like the Russians. Mm hmm kind of likes the Americans, but is she only doing that because that's actually her mission? Ah, Is she just manipulating them into thinking that, you know, she wants out, Mm -hmm. but then her end goal is to help Russia? Like, it's all... Okay. Like, it's you know know how I kind of... Whenever we're watching a movie, I'll be like, this is going to happen. Yeah. There were times when I was like, oh, Jesus. (laughs) So, uh... Okay. No, it was... And I thought that was good. But yeah, Joel Edgerton in it was fantastic. So Mm -hmm. was Jennifer Lawrence. Like, she was... She... Played that role. I think very she's well. a good actress. She just sometimes picks. Yeah, I, I think she's done a few things early in her career that got her locked into certain film Lanes. franchises that haven't mm. really been her cup of tea, like X Men. You can take or leave that. I just think, I don't know, movies like Joy. Yeah. I actually didn't mind Joy. Yeah. There's there's movies she's done where it's like you're clearly trying to get another Oscar nomination, mm. and this isn't the way to do it. Was this one of them? I felt like it. Like she got her, she got her kid off. I'm like, nah, nah. She's not picked the right. She needed to be in a movie about a newspaper if she wants an Oscar. (laughs) Pretty much. Well, she's got an Oscar (laughs) to get another one. She wants another one. Um, But yeah, and Jeremy, uh, uh, Jeremy Iron, Jeremy's Iron. Um, 
I can't. I don't know what his real name is. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Yep. He's um, he was real creepy in this. Okay. Played a really. So how is her accent? Not bad throughout the whole. Fuck thing. yeah, she's got it the whole movie. You don't actually okay. think. So no. she's Russian. She is in Russian. The movie. She okay. is a hundred percent Russian. Okay. Um, with this, so but Russian with English. Yeah, well, they're all speaking English. Okay, well, but with an accent. Yeah. Okay. They don't speak Russian at all. No, they speak it occasionally. Okay. Yeah. Does she? I can't recall. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to, but I doubt it. Yeah, it was like even one scene when she was like dancing in the ballet mm-hmm. I was talking to someone at work he's like yeah she trained today I was like no fuck off mate she's not no no she, yeah I think didn't she say with Silver Linings Playbook they she she's like I can't dance and yeah. that was like the whole point of the movie and I think she has said that everything from like her arms up is her yeah but everything down is not pretty much so yeah I mean, if you can get that deal. CGI is a hell of a thing. Exactly. You can get that deal. That's a good thing. Exactly. That's a dance. So, yeah, that, that was Red Sparrow. I actually thought it was a fantastic thriller. Yep. That I think had so many twists and turns in the Why story do you think people aren't watching. liking it? Are people not liking it? Well, it's it's like a it's a device. It's like a, it's on 50 something, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Wow. It's on 58 or something. I, I can get not liking it. Uh-huh. Like, I think the thing I liked about it was I couldn't. Predict. Keep up with it and predict what was going to happen. Okay. Like, there were times when I'm like, "Yeah, this is what's happening," and then like five minutes later, it's not that. that wasn't that at all. Okay, um, and yeah, it like I don't know. It's got some pretty gruesome scenes in it that people might not like, and but yeah, yeah just taste, I suppose. I guess yeah, taste. But yeah. yeah, I actually came out of it going not bad, and I was like, "Shit, better tell Jessica I didn't see this because she'll get mad." Well, it's just whenever I see a good movie without uh, her, like when I've just gone and seen something for the hell of it, it's uh-huh. just like, should have should have seen it together. My bad. No, that's fine. Nah. Like, like, that's life. Not like my next movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we want to do another one of yours? Yeah, I'll do my last one. Yeah. Um, Annihilation. So, I'm not 100% on the backstory of why this didn't get a release in the cinemas. Got a release in America. But it's why just not else? getting a release here. It just, I don't think it got the distribution for it. H- hard sci-fi yeah. is hard to sell mm. to a mass audience. I just think it's this was made for the big screen. Oh, it was. I'm filthy that it's not. I'm yeah. hoping that purely because it goes some... well, you know, mm. maybe there's an awards. Especially for the visuals. I think it's just sort oh. of. Yeah, like when I, like I saw the trailer, I was like, fuck, this looks incredible hmm. and then I found out that it wasn't getting released in Australia and I was like well that sucks yeah I've at least got the giant TV out yeah, there exactly. so it might not be the worst but I'd just, say it'd be fine wanna... I think big screen would do this justice yeah. I, I I enjoyed a lot of, I think <laughs> near the end I was quite confused when they're at like the lighthouse and stuff yeah and, when yeah. yeah and I'm like what the fuck's happening <laughs> so because there was like uh, the what did they call it again? What was the? Uh, they call like the the thing that took over something. I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember either. Um, but it like forms as Natalie Portman at yes. the end, and it kind of I don't know what was that. I feel like it had Natalie Portman like against the door, and was like trying to go within her. It was strange. I don't know what mm. was happening. Um, but I thought it was really. It was it was good that it kept so in the in the movie it, it was cutting from what was happening 
now yep. to the interview stuff. No, the interview stuff's now. Yep. Um, and then it would cut back to the lead up mm. to everything. So um, her and Oscar Isaac's uh, relationship. Um, everyone was very unemotive yep. in the movie. And which kind of heightened when they were emotional. Yeah. Which I thought was good. There was one there was one scene where they were in whoops, sorry. That's right. There was one scene where they were in it was the, the, the bear scene actually. Yeah. Um and they're all freaking the fuck out. They're all freaking the, well, one is freaking the fuck out who's mm. like it, while everyone's asleep, she's n- tied them all up and put them on chairs. Because mm-hmm. she's convinced uh they're trying to kill her. Yep. Um, and then she hears the screams of, uh, one of their other members that went through and it wasn't one of the other members. It was the bear. Yeah. Because they can can, imitate the voices. They can imitate the voices. Then you get a very, it's a very tense scene, that one. Yeah. Um, that is not scary, so you'll be fine. Mm. But Mm. it's intense. Yeah. The visually is very good. Um, yeah, I I just, just, just strange that it didn't get a release. But again, it's hard sci-fi. It's, but it's, Interstellar got a release and you get all these other ones. But Interstellar makes sense to a degree. Like, it's just that whole concept. It's Interstellar like, kind of makes sense. Yeah, I know. But it's just... Like <laughs> I the think movie, I got the, Interstellar the movie, more than this. The movie ends when, with your protagonists not being actually themselves, but like the mirror version. No. No, yeah, because I think in the movie... She, uh, Natalie Portman has assumed her military boyfriend has disappeared yep. um, or died in combat mm-hmm. and then just randomly one day he appears yep. and just says nothing <laughs> and she's weirded out and then he just starts bleeding and pretty much, yeah, his kidneys are failing. So I was, yeah. Yeah. it was just, yeah, I just don't get it. Like there's a, I feel like there's a market for everything. But just but give it a small release. But, but even then, it's like it costs money to in distribute China. stuff. But China likes sci-fi mm. as a like a demographic. That's where, and that's why a lot of the you like sci-fi movies are starting to pander to that market more. Yeah, like Star Wars or mm. your Marvel movies, they try and feature, you know, scenes in those countries, oh, especially like, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, yeah. had oh, an yeah. entire. Seeing like set piece in South Korea, okay, like it's yeah, pandered to the demographic. Mm. So I just I I know it would have been awesome. Very so, yeah. I agree. And Natalie if, Portman's if it was at great. the movies. I would have gone and seen. Yeah, it. Natalie Portman's great. Tessa Thompson was really good mm-hmm. as well. Um, Oscar Isaac, like it's they're playing it so deadpan. Yeah, that it become becomes more heightened when obviously there is more uh, at stake. Yeah, especially near the end. In the lighthouse, it was a very. I, don't, I still don't really quite get it. Was the lighthouse keeper in it? Mm, no, not that I can recall. But mm. I'd have to watch it again. Um, I'll write a spoil the books for you. You could have. I think I just did. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I wasn't gonna. I probably yeah. wasn't gonna. The read books it. are very interesting. So the yeah. books change protagonists each one, and they're set. At, oh. like, I think the second one's set before it. Okay. And then it all converges in the third book. Yeah. But interesting read. Yeah, and, and like I think one of my um one of the favourite scenes I think Natalie Portman and Tessa Thompson are talking. Um 
and there's all these sort of scratches on Tessa Thompson's arms and she starts walking and turning into the blossoming tree yep. that are around because you're kind of like, oh, when they arrive, um, they're like, oh, these trees have grown in the shape of humans, but yeah. you learn that people are just growing into trees. Mm. And that's the thing. They're becoming. Not, they're trying to not position what's happening as evil. It's just yeah, change. It's, it's different. Mm. And it's just like even all the creatures you see, like the, the crocodile near the start, it's just sort of like a mishmash of different beasts. Yeah. Um, even the bear is just a mishmash. Mm. But I, yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. I'd, I'd say I'd have to watch it again because <laughs> there were things I didn't quite get. Yeah. Um, but yes. Oh, I, no, like I, 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 I think under that recommendation, I will give it a try. On your TV, it'll be good. Yeah. In that 4K. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, it's, that's that's good. It's definitely one to watch then. But like, I strongly recommend. I know you've tried to do a bit more reading. Yeah. Give it a read. I, I'm <laughs> I'm reading at the moment uh, 1,001 Songs to Hear Before You Die, mm-hmm. which is, <laughs> yeah, the, it started from like the 50s. Yeah. And, oh boy. There are some interesting tunes. Um, so, are you, are you reading it and then listening to the song it suggests? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, there's... Oh, there's well, I, when I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting, I'll, I'll listen to it. And yeah. it's just kind of, yeah, I'm up to like the early 70s at the moment. So, it's mm. a very interesting read. Anyway, off topic. Awesome. But, um, no, no, that's, that's fine. <laughs> Let's have all the chats. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, Pacific Rim Uprising. <laughs> now, we're obviously going to watch the original. Yeah, as part of our. I did say I'd watch both. I know you did, but I knew going in that I wouldn't like it, which meant you would have hated it. So I've yeah. I've spared you. What about if I like this one? You wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> Is it like Transformers? No, like it was. It, uh, I'll put it to you this: I didn't enjoy it, but there are a lot of things I liked about it. Uh-huh. Like I've discovered that John Boyega. Yep, he's actually a really good leading man. I I, I like his I personality. Think, on things, I think yeah. he is just they are not writing him well in the Star Wars series. Oh, I feel like they. I thought Force Awakens he was fine. I just think in Last Jedi he was a forgotten member, which might be a reason as to why he might be bigger in the in the last one. Yeah, I don't know. hopefully. I feel like they just used him in Force Awakens as the the Black. red herring of oh he's going to be the Jedi. So you could have Ray become the Jedi, and there was a surprise there, even though there was barely a surprise about it, kind yeah. of thing. Um, but in this, yeah, he's very charismatic, mm-hmm. very funny, carries the film. Yep. Um, uses his actual accent, so he's a British, British accent. Good. Um, but yeah, it was it, like it was fun. Okay. But it, it lost a lot of the the visual charm mm-hmm. that the first one had, which you know is what Guillermo does, you know, that really, the neon colours, the mm. the really darks, they, like every yeah. single fight in this one was in daytime. Oh, so awesome. And so it really, really highlighted yeah. that the CGI wasn't as yeah. I can, I can as it could be. I can remember the first one. I liked the look of a lot of it. It's very yeah. story boring. <laughs> so... If you take away the visual, then I, I suppose... I yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't really... <laughs> There, so yeah. In this one, it's the Jaegers are still around, mm-hmm. but there hasn't been a kaiju in ten years. Yep, and the Jaegers have become more of like a peacekeeping force. Okay, um, 
but his character was Idris Elba's son who mm-hmm. kind of got kicked out of the Ranger Academy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but his sister's with that Asian girl who's still in it who subsequently dies in this one. No. Oh. What, no. Who? <laughs> you, you know the the Asian girl Mako who was like the other the partner of Charlie Humman's character? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, you can't remember a thing of it, can you? No. We'll, we'll get into that when we do the Pacific Rim yeah. review. But um, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's like Scott Eastwood's in it. He's okay. There's mm-hmm. a group of kids that are the, the trainees that by the end of the film are, just have to step up. All that kind of shit happens. Um, the thing that was great is that um, Charlie Day's character mm-hmm. and the other, I can't remember the other scientist's name, which is annoying, uh, still a heavy part of this one. Okay. Because do you remember in the first movie how they... um. They did the mind meld thing yeah. with the kaiju. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big plot point in this one. So okay. pretty much Charlie Day keeps referencing his wife, Alice, that the other scientist really needs to meet. You find out that Alice is a kaiju brain that he's got at home oh. that he has fallen in love with, but then you find out he's actually been uh, controlled by the precursors, who were those aliens at the end of the first one. Cam's about to have an epileptic fit over here because his brain's trying to <laughs> remember any of this. Yeah. But yeah, so Charlie Day ends up being the bad guy oh. in this one, which was always what Guillermo wanted for the okay. sequel. Um, Why did he not do this one? I just don't think it was a passion project for him anymore. He wanted to go off and do other stuff, which is fair. Well, I'm glad he did. Yeah, because he got us The Shape of Water yeah. instead, did The Strain, all of those TV mm-hmm. shows. Um, but yeah, like Charlie Day was good in this. What happens plot-wise is all the you know, like the Jaegers are, are attempting to be phased out by this company, mm-hmm. bringing in like drone versions of Jaegers. So okay. you don't, there's no loss of life, and you only need one pilot instead of the two. All that you know in-universe bullshit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and Charlie Day's working for that company, but a, a mysterious Jaeger appears mm-hmm. and starts attacking things. And no one knows who's piloting it. Um, kills Mako, you know, helicopter, all that stuff. So they try and hunt it down. And they find out they rip it open, and inside is a kaiju brain. Okay. Inside that Jaeger, um, and then they launch the drones out, mm-hmm. um, and then Charlie Day turns them into Jaeger and kaiju, like hybrid things that go mm. on a rampage and open up the Pacific Rim again with the breaches that was closed in the first one and mm-hmm. that's how the kaiju come back and then you've just got a nice big set piece where they fight and they save the day and oh that's nice movie's over I don't think I could watch that nah you would have <laughs> fucking hated it and I, I, I honestly I don't think I was enjoying it too like you get what like you go in you want robots mm-hmm. giant robots fighting things that's what you get you get that in spades there's not really much there narratively. Like, I had a guy behind me who, any time someone was, was just pissing himself laughing at how poor some of the dialogue was. And I was just like, he knows what's up. <laughs> um, okay. But, like, fun movie, but uh-huh. nothing to to rush out and go see. Okay. So, I won't be. So, like, that's good. Honestly, just due to the target demographic of those films, you might get a lot of sales of tickets. Because it's definitely for your, again, your Asian markets. Okay, yep. You know, giant robots, kaiju, it's there. Is Bread it, and butter. Was it 
filmed anywhere in Asia. Oh, the whole film pieces. is the Pacific Rim again. The whole final act is about the fact that these kaiju have been constantly coming to Earth. And apparently in the first movie, no one ever looked to see where they were heading towards. Oh. But they've always been trying to get to Mount Fuji oh. to explode Mount Fuji to terraform the planet. Okay. So there was a lot of... Um, one of the f- the first big fight of the movie was in Sydney. That was I nice. saw the I saw the uh, opera house in a trailer. Yep. So that was yep. was big. Sydney got fucked up a little. Good. Yeah. Got I assume they went through Melbourne. No, there was no sign of Melbourne. No, but like before, they went through Melbourne to get to Sydney. No, no. from from the water. Okay. So we're fine then. Yeah, we're fine. Stuff you Sydney. Yeah, fuck yes. Um, but yeah, that that was pretty much Pacific Rim Uprising. Uh-huh. Go go see it if you want to see you know giant robots fighting uh-huh. um, in fight scenes that you can actually see, unlike the Transformers movies, which are just oh, mess. Yeah, an absolute mess. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, it okay. it needed Guillermo, but I don't know what Guillermo would have really done done mm. di- differently. Like based on the fact that they kind of took his story outline and ran just ran with, with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got one more. Got to do blockers. All right, blockers was great. It was exactly what uh, Jess and I needed on a Friday. No, no, not a Friday. A Saturday afternoon. Just we wanted a comedy, Uh and it delivered in spades. Okay. And you've got a. I think his name's Ike. I'm going to get the cast out for this. I think that is his Ike something. He's got that memorable, like that recognizable face. I know him mostly from the Mindy Project. Never seen it. You need to see that. I know he was in, um, what was that movie called? Neighbours? Bad Neighbours? He was in Bad Neighbours. Ike Barinholtz. Yep. You've obviously got Leslie Mann. Ah. And uh, one guy I couldn't see the entire movie, but I know he was there. Oh. John. Good old John Cena. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm loving his renaissance as a comedy actor. Well, it's, it's more of, it's less of a renaissance and more of just a sort of, because he's done movies, but they were... Wrestling movies that no one gives a shit about, but he's he's such a, Hollywood he's such a good like straight guy mm. is what his role is, and it's putting him in, you know, entertaining. How long can he believably be the like everyman type deal, or is he never the everyman? He's he's never the everyman. Like there was there was one point in the movie where they're in a car and it gets flipped. And Leslie Mann is trying to push it. And he's like, there's no physical way for someone to do that. And I was like, flip it, John. <laughs> flip it. You could do it. Did he? No. Oh. But as always, there's like, the whole movie's them obviously trying to cock block their children on prom mm-hmm. night because they make a sex pact. Okay. Yep. And one of the girls leaves iMessage up on her laptop. So they're seeing it all come in. Um, but there's once like, Let's just say they eventually all get into situations where they can prevent their children and they all have heart-to-hearts. And John Cena has... As all those heart-to-hearts happening, it just keeps cutting to John Cena kicking doors in at this hotel and seeing different things. He then kicks the door in where his daughter and her partner, who has a man bun... John Cena's not happy about man buns. A lot of comments about how he has just a standard American haircut... Of course he does. <laughs> and some kid telling him he's the copiest looking fucker he's ever seen. Because <laughs> they're pretending that they're, like, they were trying to say they weren't cops in one scene. He's like, you fuck. <laughs> he's got a haircut you can set your watch to. No, he literally said, you look like you got your haircut in the back of a squad car. <laughs> like, 
come on. Yeah. Anyway, so he ran into his daughter's hotel room, mm-hmm. picks up the kid with the man bun and just throws him against a wall. And I was like, that's yes. what I'm here for. <laughs> this is why you get John Cena because... That's believable. Yeah, you believe a man that size. Oh, he could do that. He's grabbing an 18-year-old kid and just... Chucking him. And like, hmm. that kid is out cold. Oh, good. But then gets up and he's like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, all right. John Cena's not going to jail. Well, I'm glad that you liked it. I, I thought you would. Oh, it was, it was just the right amount of funny. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, like... You know, some of those movies, you're just like, these jokes are falling very flat. Uh-huh. It just, it had, it just went, you know. Good flow. Good flow. Okay. And just was entertaining. Had some, you know, heartfelt moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know me in some comedies. I, I know. You've you've got some, when it. I have when, issues. When it comes to comedy, I'd say you've got some highbrow taste. No, I really don't. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, it's just the American comedy. I'm not. It's taken a dive yeah, recently. Yeah, it has, but this was a... I wouldn't say it's going to become an instant classic or, mm-hmm. you know, one that'll be for the ages, but it's definitely... Yeah. I was watching... I was just watching TV the other day and The Hangover was on. Yeah. And I watched it and I'm like, yeah, it's good. And then I'm like, what happened after that? Like, it's... They made two and three, obviously, mm-hmm. and they tried to keep... But, like, comedy in general... Like, what's come out past 2007, 2008, that's been good, like, comedy-wise? Like, I, I, I honestly the, can't think of anything. The other guys. Yeah. I will, yeah. I will push that. That film it's, is phenomenal. It's Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. And Michael Keaton, who I like constantly Keaton. quotes TLC. <laughs> yeah, but... Don't go chasing waterfalls, guys. Maybe I'll have to watch it. You need... I'm sorry. If you don't like that, we are definitely watching that at some point because it is so good. He's Gator. Gator's bitches. I don't know. Maybe it's just Will Ferrell. I know you... There's something about him. But it's just... Yeah, that's a fantastic movie. Okay. I stand by my comment. Anyway. I think... I'm just... I, I Like... I'm trying to rack my brain thinking. Yeah. Okay. Are we talking Hollywood comedies? Yeah. Okay. I was going to throw up Hunt for the Wilder of People, but you wouldn't call that a Hollywood comedy. No, I'd call that a good Taika Waititi film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like a big sort of American comedy. Yeah. It doesn't... It, it exists, but you don't yeah, get any had, good ones. shit like... Like Rough Night or whatever they called it. Dads and Bad yeah. Mums. All that Daddy's shit. Home. Sorry, Daddy's Home. That's what I meant by stepdads. Um, I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah. No, it's just like... Yeah, you actually... All right, I got you one. Okay. And I know you love the shit out of it. Okay. Spy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mostly for Jason Statham. Yeah, who... <laughs> oh. Okay. No, I'll give you that. And as much as I don't like Amy Schumer, I didn't mind Trainwreck. Oh, tra- More oh. for Bill Hader. I saw a trailer for her new movie called I Feel Pretty, which is her, and uh, she 
it's all like the whole trailer's setting up like the fact that she's not happy with her body and mm. that, you know, no matter what people say, it's what's on the outside that counts, not what's on the inside, all this stuff. And then mm-hmm. shows her at a spin class and she falls off the chair, gets her hair stuck in the wheel and it all gets ripped out. And she obviously passes out from the pain of her hair getting ripped out. Yeah. Wakes up and has had something happen to her brain where she now sees herself as beautiful. Like this drop-dead gorgeous model level of beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the movie is her in situations where she thinks she's had this massive body transformation as she wakes up from, you know, being under. Yeah. And everyone just being like, what the fuck is going on? So it's like shallow hell. Yes, but the other way. But the other way. She thinks she is. She- and w- w- I wonder what the lesson will be. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was an instant turn to Jess, and I just went, "Not a chance." In hell. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay. All right. I'll take. I'll take one and a half. Spy and half of Trainwreck. Yeah. I, I reckon I could remember more. I There's can't. a lot of films in the year. <laughs> I know, but I just can't remember any good ones, any good comedies. Anyway. Oh, I just want to. <laughs> How are you going to look that up? I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to look up? I'm going to go Nels Flicks. Comedy. I don't know whether... I don't think you're going to get anything from me. Oh, I'm going to get something from you. Okay. All right. Comedy. Here we go. All right. Let's go. Here we go. Hit me with it. What would you consider Nice Guys? Is that a comedy? Yeah. Okay. I like that then. Jumanji. Is that really like comedy comedy? It's, it's telling me it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I need to just fix fix my filter just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> and... This is riveting. This, riveting is, this, podcasting. Is, this is great podcasting. I um, love it. Just... You, you you speak for a second. What was your, okay. what was your date that we started from? Uh, I don't know. What, what, 2008? Said, all right, I've gone from 2007. Okay, over that one then. That's the date. All right. I'm saying post-hangover. So, hangover's your benchmark, is it? What's, I, I enjoyed that movie. Okay, all right. No, not looking great so far. <laughs> things that... Are saying they're comedies, but I am disagreeing highly yeah. with. Uh, no, that's a fucking drama. Apparently, backyard ashes are in that oh. time period. So, <laughs> oh. it would be. Uh, oh, Jesus! See, I feel this like is... I feel like I'm right. <laughs> I feel like I'm correct here. <laughs> Apart from the few we've mentioned, that's it. Uh, yeah, there's that, that <laughs> Pop star never starts stop, never stop, never stopping. But that is like, is that like a big? That was not like a big release, though, was it? It was in America. Okay. Uh, so there's that hot fuzz is British. Uh, oh, oh, I had a retort. <laughs> <laughs> That's Edgar Wright. So, uh, oh, the nice guys was good. That was Russell yeah. Crowe. Yeah, nice guys. I said nice guys. I said before, I, was I got nice you guys. Can, I got 
In my mind, I heard you say the other guys. Okay. You said the other guys. Yeah. All right, so nice guys is yes. Oh, super bad. What year was that? 07. Damn it. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Eddie, the, oh, that's British. Yep. Oh. I, it's British. I'm, I'm right. I'm fine. I am correct. I am finding one. <laughs> you did find one. Oh, I need another. <laughs> I'm standing by my comment. Like it's if you if you have to look this hard, I'm right. Oh, mate, there's a lot of movies to. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ted. No. Don't like Ted. Oh, get off it! I don't like Ted or Ted Two. <sighs> Saint Vincent. It's not a comedy. Mate, That's like a. Getting classed as a comedy here. That's like a depressing old man story with a kid. Oh, there's Spy. <laughs> the Duff. <laughs> you liked The Duff. I liked it because it was shit. You liked The Duff. <laughs> shit house. <laughs> Why is Birdman listed as a comedy? <laughs> no. Anyway. Yeah, look. Your, your theory might be on. My theory might be correct. Oh... The original Horrible Bosses wasn't the worst movie. Okay. 21 Jump Street. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'll take that. Yep. Even 22. I didn't like it as much as 20, 21, but yep. <laughs> oh, would you go This Is The End? I feel like that's the ultimate you'd hate the shit out of that. No, I think I, think I watched it the... Maybe a month ago. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was ha- tw- that was 2013. I didn't hate it. I'd agree. As as you've gone further away from 08, hmm. it's they've it's dried up. I don't think it's dried up. I think it's like. Are we just getting older? Am I just getting older? To a degree, yes. But it's also. I think comedies go in dips and waves in terms of what is considered. I think you've got to get the, the right the tropes people. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like you know, I'm pretty sure Melissa McCarthy will piss out another comedy of some kind this year. Oh, but she did a lot though. Mila Mila Kunis seems to be the. Oh, she's got I saw another tr- dumped me. Yeah, that I'm gonna say. I'll see that. I, I like um, McKinnon. Yeah, I think she's hilarious. She mm. does things with her face that work for me just from a pure performance standpoint, mm-hmm. like scripts, whatever, like. That Ghostbusters film. Oh, no. The patriarchy's about to talk about Ghostbusters, everyone, but that was shit house. And I never the, saw but it. But she no. was great in it. Okay. I, uh, anything that she's in, I'll see. Like, I think we even saw Bachelor Party, I think was what it was called, which was like Scarlett Johansson. Oh, the Rough Night. Or Rough something. Night, yes. Um, yep. I saw that because of her. Mm. And she delivered. She played an Australian, and it was great. Okay. All right, so let's let's start talking about the sh- stop talking about the the shit comedies um, <laughs> that we've somehow seemed to have suffered through for the last ten years. Yeah, and uh, let, shall we talk about things that we want to see now? Mm-hmm. So, yep, yep. Have you? Um, you're heading to the phone. Do you have a list prepared? No, no. I've just got. I'm just going to go to like what's coming out soon. Okay, and just okay. Pick out my. I'm seeing one. Uh, I'm going to see two movies next week. Uh-huh. I'm really excited about. Uh-huh. Love Simon, yes, which okay. I'm really keen for. Mm-hmm. Um, 
done by one of the like guys who did the Flash and stuff. Okay. And they've even got Kid Flash in it, Keenan Lonsdale. Okay. It's got the girl from Thirteen Reasons Why. He played Hannah. Yes, Catherine Langford. And I can't the Australian. remember the name of the lead actor, but I know Josh Dumal, isn't it? Yes, is the dad says so Jennifer Garner, okay. but I, I think that'll be a pretty good movie. And so is, um, is that another movie where um, it's the subject matter that's going to get the attention? Because is it not? Uh, it's a story about coming out and coming out as gay. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, I, I don't think that'll so much get. Probably it's it's still going to be a team love mm-hmm. movie. Yep. Just there's a few recent ones. A few I want to see Early Man. Oh, it's that from it's the Wallace, Wallace and Gromit, and, Gromit and it's got Richard Iwade and a lot of British comedy. Excuse me? Yeah. I was not going to give that movie yeah. even a second glance. Yeah. But and there is the death, of, the death of Stalin, I think, has some really good character actors and such, yes. I've already got that if you'd like to watch it at some okay. point. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I'm just trying to get anything on IMDb that is a... Coming soon list. Here we go. Ready Player One is the movie yes. I'm seeing next week, which I'm just okay. very excited. Another awesome book. Mm-hmm. And just, I'm interested to see what Spielberg will do with that genre. Because he's gone, he's mm-hmm. lately it's always been, let's just get Tom Hanks in for a drama of some kind. I am not convinced he won't be in it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have Tom Hanks from Polar Express in there somehow. Oh, no, nah, mate. Just get someone's avatarist. Uh, <laughs> Just Forrest Gump. So, no, but I'm keen for that. Like, they've... It's Spielberg, so it's, it sounds like he went to every single studio mm-hmm. and went, I want to use this, and pretty much everyone turned around and went, anything for you, Spielberg. Yes, Stephen Spielberg. So, like, it's a Warner Brothers movie, but uh, Star Wars stuff's going to appear in it and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like, it's just going to be okay. cool. Yeah, yeah. I, it'll just be a fun movie, and anytime Ben Mendelsohn is a, vin- is a villain, mm-hmm. sign me up. Yep. I am very keen for the next Wes Anderson film. Oh, yes. Um, Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs. I'll be there for sure. Um, Jess really wants to see it. I've said no. Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> so, it was Nomeo and Juliet. Yeah. How the fuck has this become a franchise? I don't know, but <laughs> I really enjoy the name. But that's as far as I'm willing to go with it. Yeah, but that's uh, what else could they do from Nomeo and Juliet? <laughs> um, I really want to see it. But I'll know I'll never be able to. Yeah, you know what I'm about. To New say. Mutants. No, that I'll see. Yeah, a quiet place. <laughs> that trailer. I will be going on my own. Freaks the fuck out. Like, and it's you know they're onto a winner here because mm. as soon as the trailer's on, every time I've seen the trailer in cinema, mm. the theater goes quiet. But yeah, so I think, I think you. When I'm going to go see it, I'm going to have to find a time where I don't think anyone's going to be in there. Yeah. Because I don't want any disturbance. Yeah. Because I feel like, especially with the title and just sort of the feeling of the trailer, it has to be dead silent to enjoy. I didn't like the recent trailer kind of gives you a glimpse of what the creatures look like. Mm. But, um, because I was kind of, I was hoping it was more, not so much supernatural, but more just like people had gone feral. Mm. Still could be. Nah, it's... Like monster hand comes yeah, creeping up the stairway. That's you know, but yeah, not for me. That's for sure. I'll be seeing it on uh, my own, probably. Probably. Uh, one movie I'll be seeing on my own is going to be Rampage. To uh, hit my quota of any time Dwayne the Rock Johnson film. I'd say I won't like it, but I'll see it. Yeah. Uh, 
We've got Avengers Infinity War coming up. Uh-huh. I have an idea for this. <laughs> okay. That we're going to oh, get Bakes involved in. So. Oh, no. Glenn Waverley. Oh, there's, are they Century doing City all No, 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 no. Okay. Costs around, I think it's $35 oh. per ticket. Okay. They have the only cinema that does this in Victoria. 4DX. You are in a chair that moves with the action of the movie. <laughs> there's water. There's smoke. Oh, really? Yeah. Can we go do it for Avengers? I'll do it. Yeah. I think the last 4D thing I did was uh, Spy Kids. Because mm. I, was, I was listening recently to um, Four Finger Discount. Yeah. And they were reviewing The Last Jedi. It was part of a Patreon account okay, that they yeah, have. Yeah, and yeah. They, and uh, Mitch mentioned that he did it for The Last Jedi. Yeah. And he's like, it's it's not even just as, like, in your face. You think he's like, there was even subtle things. He's like, there was a very, I think it was one of the emotional scenes early in the film with, like, mm-hmm. Leia and stuff. And he's like, what happened was, as it kind of, oh, might have even been when Luke and Leia were talking. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what happened was the chair slowly kind of tilted you forward. Okay. To make it kind of feel like you were getting closer into mm. the moment. So I'm just... I don't think we will ever do it again. Yeah. I just think it'd be a cool thing to do. And I think Avengers is the right movie. I reckon. To do it. What about... I know they, I know it's probably not showing there, but what about A Quiet Place in the 4D chair? They wouldn't do it for us. No, I know, but... Yeah, fuck that. that. No, mate. I that just, would, you'd have a heart attack. You know what? I'd, I'd literally shit my pants. <laughs> I'm not even... I'm, I'm willing to say that. I would... All of a sudden... Like, imagine that. It just comes creeping up. And as uh-huh. you get the jump scare, your chair shakes. I, uh-huh. would, I would shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do that. So, that's, that's, that's a hard no from me. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, we... From about May onwards this year, mm-hmm. things get stacked. Yep. You've got Deadpool 2. One yes. week. The week after that, you've got Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've then got, on oh, my birthday, the new Jurassic World. Yes. You've then got the week after that, Incredibles 2. Mm. What a time to be alive, really. Um, you've then got, in July, you're looking at Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Which is just going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. you got Christopher Robin. Which looks so good. Anything with Ewan McGregor. Uh-huh. Oh, you've got the Venom movie, which is going to be trash. Um, Why is that going to be bad? Anytime it's a Marvel movie not made by Marvel. Okay. It's not going to We be have bad. Show Dogs. What is Show Dogs? <laughs> it's, it's not on my list. No, so it's... it's uh, when I was in the cinemas for Peter Rabbit, a trailer came on for this. Uh, and it's awful. It is just a talking dog movie. And it's like an undercover cop dog, and he has to go undercover in a show dog competition. Oh, Jesus. And it's got Stanley Tucci in it. <laughs> and Will Arnett. You've got me. <laughs> I'm back in. <laughs> I'm sure there's more, but I thought, yeah, that's a couple... There are of good ones. There are a lot of big names, and, and you know, throughout that, yeah, smaller movies will yeah flitter around. around. Yes. Yeah, I just yeah, good stacked season. Mm-hmm. I think with mm-hmm. movies, which yes. is good. 
And that doesn't even begin to even touch upon uh, your Netflix original movies that are coming out. I know there's mm-hmm. one coming out, I think, oh shit, it might even be out on next week, which is the guys from Workaholics doing their kind of version of Die Hard, which yes. looks great. Uh-huh. So there's lots of movies. There'll be lots of things for us to talk about this mm-hmm. year, um, and then and then uh, next time we can just we'll do what we did with the Poker King and just put a random movie on. Yeah, except not the Poker King. Well, we just go for the the, the second watch. Oh, Jesus, redub. <laughs> All right, okay. But so that's let's be honest. That's the movies we want to watch. Uh-huh. We always want to find out what people want us to watch. Yeah. So as always. Hit us up. Mm-hmm. That uh, uh, what have we got now these days? We've got email, which is cameo guys at gmail mm-hmm. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. So you can always uh, you know, comment on any of our posts or direct message us on those, and you can find us there. We're just at cameo guys. Yeah, uh-huh. nice and easy to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, feel free send in some suggestions, please, please. Um, and yeah, that's I think that's going to be it from us today. Yeah, that's which is good. good. Yeah. All right, so. Yeah. Thank you for listening as always, everyone, Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll speak to you next time. See ya. See ya.